0: Most entrepreneurs don't understand the power of nonprofits. Cody Capital helps businesses create and leverage these business entities to receive up to $120,000 a year in free marketing. So reach out to them and find out how to utilize this amazing benefit. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the New Hampshire Business Show. My name is Chris Pastrana, and today we're here with Michael Laskowski of Boston City Design. How's it going? Hey, good. Really good.
1: Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Uh, so my name is Mike Laskowski. I grew up in Fremont, New Hampshire, a pretty small town no one's ever heard of. <laughs> um, I went to school at Colby Sawyer College, also in New Hampshire, uh, studied business there and also played soccer there for four years. Um, pretty much played soccer my whole life, always had kind of an also an entrepreneurial spirit. So I've had a couple of businesses um, in addition to Boston City Design. But I really you know, enjoy that. So it's kind of really what I've done my past 28 years here, just playing soccer and just building things. So, Pretty cool. So let's get into what you do. So
0: Boston City Design. Um, I've seen some of your stuff on Etsy and online. Uh, tell everyone what it is.
1: Yeah, so it's really, uh, it's kind of a home decor, wood engraving company uh, where we kind of specialize in high end uh, Wood engraving photos, wood engraved signs, custom signs, things like that. Uh, that's a little bit more of a, a targeted market specific for higher end signs. So it's not typical things you're going to see where it's, it's more rustic, it's going to be a little bit more high-end uh, for those people that are looking for something that's a little differentiated from something that you would typically see uh, on Etsy or, or anything like that. It's going to be more of a high-end wood design, um, very kind of gives you a really modern feel. Um, so that's kind of the, the thing that differentiates us a little bit more is we don't go towards that rustic area or more towards the, the high-end. Digital designs that are laser cut and printed.
0: Yeah, so uh, just with your permission during the interview, um, I'll throw up some pictures of some of your stuff. Sure, yep. I right, Just wanted. To, I always ask before I do it. So yeah. yeah, so you have a lot of really cool stuff. Like I said, it looks like I said it's not. It's less rustic. Kind of some of it has like a more modern feel. Because so I think those like you said the the really cool ones that like you know the Boston city skyline, you know that type of stuff is pretty modern. And I think people like that.
1: Yeah. And that's and that's one thing that we tried to go for is I wanted to try to keep it local, at least to start, um, because I have a good online presence uh, with some Instagram accounts that I started in 2016, which is actually kind of how uh, I founded this company. Um, I had an Instagram account called Boston City Nights. Uh, it's, right now it's got about 25,000 followers. Um, and we ended up I ended up trying to figure out how I wanted to monetize it. And I was thinking over the past couple of years, I've wanted to to eventually be able to sell something to people through that Instagram account. Um, And, you know, so I I started thinking, I'm like, well, what's a pretty simple way where I don't have to invest a ton of money to do this and have a lot of startup costs. Uh, But I was really interested in trying to provide a really good value item and value, Kind of service for people where they could have their own experience of making their own sign or being able to customize their own sign. So that was kind of how I started. This was was being able to to monetize that account. And now um, I've actually acquired a couple other accounts which I sell to in Boston um, through Boston City Design. So it's uh, it's coming along pretty well. It's it's brand new. We started in April. Of 2020, um, actually, funny story. I actually got laid off from uh, a job, and the day after uh, I got laid off from the job, I ended up launching this, and now I'm full time on it. It's been about five months now. So good.
0: So I mean, you've come pretty far in five months, you know. So I guess some of the what do you call it? The uh, was that kind of like coronavirus kind of hurt you?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's actually it's it's interesting because when I Ended up, and in, in the funny thing was, is I had this date planned for like six months that I knew that I was launching on this date, and then when everything happened and everything hit, um, I ended up getting getting laid off. And the day after, I ended up launching, and I was like, "Oh, maybe it's a little coincidental, you know? Maybe uh, maybe it's meant to be. I don't know." But so far, it's been it's been going really, really well. And actually, with coronavirus, having everyone. Being at home right now on their computers and working from home, um, sales have have been increasing every single month. I haven't actually seen a decline yet, uh, which is interesting. I mean, it makes sense when people are are going to be on their computers shopping around, you know, trying to distract themselves from work at home. Um, but I've seen a really good uptick, uh, and I, I hopefully you know, with the with the season coming in September, October, November, December, Christmas time, I think a lot of people are going to you know, be able to keep buying this stuff, especially with being online and being on home, at home so much.
0: Yeah, because right now you're running into the, that, yeah, you're right. You're running into that season where, you know, fourth quarter, this type of stuff is big, even when it comes to craft fairs. So like the more in-person stuff, like yep. this is that time of year where people are like buying for you said, gifts for family and all that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. And it seems especially, it was one thing that I, I was a little on edge about with this whole thing. I was like, I don't know if it's, you know, if it's going to go and be good or if it's going to be bad, but one thing you have to do in, in these types of situations is just trial and error, just stick it out there, see what happens, make adjustments to the listings, make adjustments to how, you know, people kind of perceive the product. So it's good to have some downtime like that, especially being, being at home, um, you know, I have some time now to be able to really kind of tailor those ads and and make everything the way it should be and you know, easy access and easy for people to take a look and understand what we're selling.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, was it I, when I first saw your stuff? I'm like, this is really cool. So I'm surprised that it's actually only been you know four or five months now, because like I said, it's really good and quite frankly. If I, if I was doing it even four or five months in, it would not look good.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it, you know, and that's one thing that I, I really tried to hit with this company is, like I said, I wanted to make it a high value product. So with that, yeah. you have to kind of take the time to be able to try to make high value photos and describe yep. And and things like that. So, um, you know, right now I'm I'm just selling only on Etsy and uh, some in-person doing some in-person stuff. But actually, just last night uh, was accepted uh, through Amazon, but also Amazon Handmade, which is one of the subsectors that it's kind of like an exclusive uh, sector that you have to be selected for and do the application. So, this is actually my first public announcement of it that we'll also be selling on uh, Amazon and Amazon handmade, which is hopefully going to boost sales even more in in addition to Etsy with that. So,
0: so for, I guess, looking forward in your business, are you planning (laughs) on staying entirely digital or are you looking at putting stuff in stores as well or how, what's your model kind of looking like?
1: Yeah. So eventually if, If I want to scale it to the way that I I think I would like to scale it, um, it's it's likely going to be part of Amazon's FBA at at some point where they're going to be fulfilling and sending out orders. Um, And really our job will just be to cut those orders and create new products. Um, So that's kind of the end game with that, to be able to scale it on the two biggest platforms at Etsy and Amazon. Um, But, you know, where we're looking and how we kind of differentiate ourselves, not a lot of people are on both platforms. So I think kind of just based on where we want to be, it's part of part of the plan is to be able to scale it and, and make an automated process like that. Because again, with limited staff and, you know, limited time and things like that. Automation and efficiency is every everything that businesses are trying to to fight right now. You know how do you, how do you do more with less? How do you automate the process? And you know if you can figure out how to do that and and be able to do that, then you can scale your business um, without having yeah. to, to do too much effort um, to a, to an extent.
0: So yeah. So let's get to the creative side a little bit. I don't get to ask <laughs> these questions all that often. Sure. Um, so how do you come up with your ideas for? uh all your products because you have a pretty good variety of things here from flags to you know the new hampshire flag with the rifle on it which i think is probably one of my favorite and so there's a lot of really cool stuff going on here where do you kind of get the inspiration for some of your ideas or
1: all that yeah sure so i mean a a lot of what people will say and I, i also find this true is that you have to have a passion for what you're doing um and so i i genuinely have a passion for a lot of, you know, the patriotic stuff, the skyline stuff. So I mainly just design stuff that personally I'm interested in. Um, and, and that's part of the, the test testing process to be able to see if other people might be interested in it too. Um, is just trying, trying to find a niche and trying to find, you know, different areas that work. So right now I'm kind of in an exploratory phase with designs and just trying things that, are, seem pretty cool I mean I like them I don't know if it's cool or not but people seem to like them so it's really just kind of a trial and error and just having a passion for the designs and, and asking myself you know would I hang something like this on, on my wall would I give this gift um, to a friend or at a wedding or house you know housewarming party or whatever it is um, so I always try to ask myself that question and, and try to bring the value proposition to it because if it has value uh, you know people are Going to be more likely to buy it rather than just being a product. But if you can kind of make a connection between the the person that's that's buying it and the product, and and have it be valuable, whether it's a customization or they're getting the color they want, so giving them kind of those options and um, a little bit goes a little bit more than just you know having them buy something. If they can put their name on it, uh, it's been a really popular as being able to customize, um, and that's kind of the one thing that. I'm still trying to figure out as if I want to scale it you know how are we going to be able to customize certain items um, especially of, of high value so I think you know it's a little bit more down the road but for now as far as the designs go it's kind of just scanning scanning around you know things that I think that are cool and just kind of testing them out and, and seeing what happened just stick it to the wall and and just make adjustments like I said you're always going to be working on things always have to be changing things monitoring looking at your analytics um, and I think that's that's another big thing that's really kind of helped get to where we are is staying on top of that and not just sitting back and waiting for something to happen if if you want it to actually be able to scale and be able to have it be a a full- time job in and of itself you have to put the effort in and and, and that's something that I'm willing to do and I really think it's going to be worth it in the end so you know just try it out and see what happens It's awesome
0: it's I said uh I like this a lot and it's <clears throat> these types of things are really cool because I'm not very creative so when I see people that are I'm like oh that's awesome
1: <laughs> yeah and that's one thing I never thought I would be is like a designer you know I, I took a couple of of classes in high school that I had some interest in like photoshop classes and stuff and I, I know the basics luckily a lot of the stuff that I design is 2d so I don't have to get you know it's kind of like silhouettes and stuff, so I don't have to get too in depth with it, but yeah. never did I ever think I would be sitting here uh, in 2020 pretty much being a graphic designer for that. so
0: um, yeah, like I said, it's, it's cool that you know coronavirus hits, um, you know you kind of had the plans in place to begin with, but you know coronavirus hits, you lose your job, and then you made something of it. So that's cool you know that's a lot of people don't do that so you know as as a young entrepreneur it's like that's already a good step
1: yeah yeah and that's you know that's one thing that i i really kind of enjoy about the entrepreneurial aspect of it is is the risk taking um i think it's thrilling i think it's something that you know you don't just sit back and, and wait for it to happen it's the risk and the reward you know what they always say is high risk high reward so sometimes you just got to get out there and do it and take a little bit of risk. And sometimes it pays off. Sometimes it doesn't. And a lot of entrepreneurs in the beginning, never, you know, never got it right on their first time. It took them five different companies or you know, five different ideas that if, till eventually they, they got it. And, um, you know, I, th- hopefully this will be the one that will, uh, kind of get me to the end. And, you know, just like I said, you do what you like and you have your passion and and that's part of, the entrepreneurial aspect of it is is just having a passion for what you do and it doesn't feel like I go to work every day right now. Um, I currently have a, a shop here in Massachusetts. Um, and it's just it's nice to be able to, to, to do that and wake up and and be able to to do what I love. So this is really what I want to do. And and this is hopefully my end game. So that's why I'm trying to to put all my effort in as much as possible late nights, early mornings, but it's, it's fun. And it doesn't feel like even if I'm up late at night, it's, you know, it's fun to be able to do that and have that opportunity.
0: That's awesome. Well, awesome. So tell everyone how to get a hold of you and where to learn more and see some of your stuff.
1: Yeah, sure. See, if you want to follow us, um, at on Instagram or follow us on Etsy. If you just type in at Boston city design, um, or if you type in Boston city design on Google, that's really going to be uh, the best way. Uh, if you want to connect with me, my name is Mike Laskowski. You can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, you know, so any way you want to connect or uh, be able to ask questions or inquiries or custom orders, uh, very responsive and uh, you know, customer service is everything. So
0: awesome. Well, thank you for joining me today. It's been good. Awesome. Thanks so much, Chris. Awesome. Thank you so much for watching. Um, Definitely check out his products. I'll have put pictures throughout this so you can kind of see what we're talking about as we're talking. And uh, we'll see you all next time. Want more New Hampshire Business Show? Find us at iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and www.nhbusinessshow.com.